Good evening, Andre. Good evening, Anita. You. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about your glasses first oh, because otherwise I, um, I've got glasses now, yes. and they still irritate my wife. No, but it's still it's. I'm not that used to them yet. True. So. But I noticed that if I have them on, my eyes get less um, tired. So, and I can see with my left eye because. I just noticed that barely, oh my, my, my left eye is barely working anymore. Oh dear. And it kind of feels like it died and I hope the glasses can fix that. Yeah, I hope so too. And now you look like a nerd nerd. Thank you so much. This is the look I was actually going for. That's why the glasses only can improve my status as a nerd. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, today I have a very interesting topic which um i should have prepared for a little bit more but okay your maybe listeners... we can still wing it yeah i hope so <laughs> okay i found this on a homepage, like on mind body green i'm gonna put the link below in the show notes you're gonna find it there this is the section where you can comment <clears throat> as well right you know, people who are going to listen to us, they know how to, how that works. You know, they're a little and bit Please, for the love of my sanity, leave a comment. <clears throat> yeah, please. Okay, and the title is How to Enhance Your Child's Development Holistically. Yeah? Mm, you mean yeah, every aspect. Okay. So, and I'm just going to read the first section because otherwise it doesn't make so much sense, okay? When your child is struggling developmentally, mm. it can be difficult to know exactly what to do. From ADHD and dyslexia to Asperger's syndrome or difficulty making friends, <laughs> no matter what your child is struggling with, it's never easy on parents or the kids for that matter. That's why it's important to come up with a holistic action plan that will help your child become the best, happiest version of him or herself. Here are seven holistic ways to enhance your child's development and help them thrive. Mm. Okay, and uh, it feels like it's a little bit a um, advertisement for a certain center that is called a Brain Balance Achievement Center, which is like point number one. Okay, but it's not Scientology, right? I don't think so. Okay, just checking. Well, well, I'm just going to have to check that site, okay? Mm -hmm. Because number one, it says, visit a brain balance achievement center. Oh, okay. And we, in Germany, we have something different that would probably be the Werner Otto Institute or Flemic Institute or whatever. Well, the, those are only located in Hamburg, but... Yeah, but then there's other ones like that as well. Basically, a childcare <laughs> psychology facility it's about no, 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 child, child, care, development. About child development yeah and psychology as well and they do all the different kind of tests on your kid and there is they're gonna have somebody doing certain um like motor skills and fine motor skills tests yeah. and like a language test and so on and then there's also going to be a, a psychologist looking at your child mm. talking with them so you can get a better diagnosis and apparently in America, there is this Brain Balance Achievement Center that we're kind of making advertisement for right now, mm -hmm. even though we have no idea if it's good or not, but you can check it out if you want to. And this is something that we've actually done with two of our kids, mm -hmm. and we got a recommendation for the third child as well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the results are kind of the same though. 
<laughs> yeah, it seems like they're recommending one certain type of therapy for no any kid. Okay, because we know three other families that have sent their children to that center as well. Because there are no normal, normal kids, so everyone has to go there, basically. Wow, it's not all the families, but many of them. Like We know several families, mm. and they all got the same recommendation, apparently, but... Maybe that's a good therapy no. for any kid. I don't know. You, you might be wondering what the recommendation is and to lift the secret. Oh, yeah. Um, psychomotor skills kind group, of group, group therapy. therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're probably doing like all different kind of like catch different the ball, basically. Yeah. And then they have but in a group. Yeah. But it's, that's actually something that's happening in any kindergarten every day anyways, isn't it? Well. Like in parts. Not in, in, in every aspect, but still. Uh, okay, so we're not going to say so much about point number one anymore. Only that we can just say that we've done those tests. And yes, uh, some of our kids have done different therapies as well. And unfortunately, since we don't have a control group, <laughs> we cannot really say that these kinds of th therapies have really, really benefited us. I mean... Well, not us as a family, because it was always a strain on our resources, you know, that we have, not, not money-wise, but um, because the insurance covers everything here in Germany, but um, the uh, amount to drive of time there. you have to drive in there, you have to wait. It's basically two hours uh, a week that you just spend taking care of, bringing your kid there and picking him up again. Yeah, but then you also have some conversations with them as well. The you have extra conversations in yeah. the kindergarten as well. and. Like for us, we're going to have to say we didn't feel like these therapies have benefited us that much. I mean, in general, you usually get a prescription that you get like 45 minutes of therapy mm -hmm. a week. Yep. And even like with common sense to think that these 45 minutes per week are going to have a great, great impact. impact on the development of yeah. your child. It's a bit far-fetched. So sometimes we personally, we cannot say that it's great, wonderful, whatever. I I always thought like, that's why we had this other therapy once. Apparently, this is going to be a therapy session today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, where we like, we had some people in our friends group who recommended this. Mm -hmm. And it was about like, they recommended certain exercises that you can do with your child. And it had to do a lot with these um, over cross um, brain patterns, movements. left hemisphere and right hemisphere. Okay, I just feel like this is really difficult to explain in English right now. Oh, but well, it's basically to connect your brain halves, the yeah, left one and the right one. Pretty much. Make certain movements that should further those connections so your child gets a better grip in, well, motor skills and understanding and stuff. Yeah, yeah and that also some other symptoms that seemingly don't have anything to do with the, these exercises at all, yeah. but they are still going to be improved by doing this on a regular basis. And this was something that we had to do every single day. Yeah. We had to pay for like on our own mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, like it, the insurance doesn't cover that one. Nope. And but we thought if there's something that is that you have to that you have to do every single day, and especially with our son, mm -hmm. it took not just they said it was like maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, max. it was more like half to an hour. <clears throat> no, 45 minutes many times. Yeah. It took us much longer because every single exercise had to be performed in exactly that way 
as it was prescribed and yeah, yeah. there was many little Details. steps in between mm -hmm. yeah and we've done that like for half a year or something mm -hmm. and we couldn't really tell if there was any improvement no I mean, if he excels now at school and if he, he, he does, you know, get along with others, you could blame the therapy sessions that you did, actually. Uh, or you can just say, well, it was fun for you and him. Well, right? let's just say there is other parents who have made great experience with it, yeah. apparently. We have tried it really, really hard mm -hmm. and we couldn't say that it was so beneficial. Yeah, but never mind. If you have a brain balance achievement center in your area and you're desperate yeah you can try that <laughs> number two make sure your kids are getting enough exercise well that's a tough one right <clears throat> yeah but the i mean i still think it's an important one but unfortunately sometimes it feels like school and homework is taking so much from our kids that then also having to send them to an like I don't know a sports group or whatever. I mean, this is more difficult for us because usually we would have to drive them every single time. Mm -hmm. It's not like right next, like around the corner or whatever. And I feel like, to me, it's more important that they would play outside with mm -hmm. friends, you know. Mm -hmm. And for some of our kids, that's true that they're doing it anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for other kids. They should need, yeah, they can... They need the kick in the butt. Yeah, pretty much. But they also need some more time for that. Yeah, because all home. this is pretty much uh, <laughs> occupied but with homework, with school stuff. Um, there's very little time for anything else. That reminds me, Latin. Mm. Did you do anything with him? No, I asked uh, him to, okay. to, to learn as well. <laughs> yeah, but he probably didn't, so he always no, he needs did. to he be told me checked. He did. No, he, yeah? he told me he did learn all the new words and uh, then all the stuff yeah and you believed him oh yes I okay. do believe when he's looking at me and telling me that he did something I do believe him so far yeah. <laughs> but I still think that exercise is something that we could still work on and find out like about some other courses and whatever if it's possible to enroll them and so on mm -hmm. number three is the prioritize sleep mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think this is a difficult one with for parents with little kids yep. my voice is really weird <laughs> um, we've made quite some experience with difficult nights and I'm just gonna have to tell you now I mean this is a kind of a weird time but whatever um, sleep um, there was somebody asking that one guy mm -hmm. I'm listening to for quite some time yeah. and he's very very much for positive parenting and he's also very much for not having many negative consequences in your when you're disciplining your child do most of it by using the carrot instead of the stick mm -hmm. and like he is you know and, and it's very much about negotiating instead of just um, setting up ultimatums being yeah? firm as well. <clears throat> Okay, he only has one child and they have, like, and his wife and him, they're very, they've read many books and whatever. So they have quite some equipment, let's say it that way. Mm -hmm. And he got asked about, like, it was somebody with twins, mm -hmm. what to do with the nights. And they have to wake up sometimes up to 35 times a night. And those kids, they're like six or seven months old or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
And then he got, like, this guy, he got the answer that even him, uh, like, even this guy I'm talking about, who has only one daughter, mm. and uh, they're, like, two parents who are at home most of the time, mm. they also got a sleep expert um, advice. Mm -hmm. they, they, they got a consultant to find out about sleep and infants and at what age, what can you expect for them, how to sleep through the night and whatever. And they still got the recommendation that it's important for the little kid to find a way how to self-soothe. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important not to react every single time the, the kid cries. Mm -hmm. And especially not immediately. That you have to help them to find ways how to self-soothe. And, and then he also um, mentioned some study that children who are now college age mm. when they were little babies and they were and their parents were reacting immediately like they would wake up like i don't know 10 times a night mm. whatever they still had sleep pattern uh, like they had still sleep problems when being in college okay and and even negative consequences through that because if you don't have a regular sleeping schedule and and you're not able to sleep through the night mm. um it has a lot of um, mental and health um, consequences that okay. are negative and this uh, this is what I thought like um, because we have like um, one young family mm -hmm. in our we know them in mm -hmm. our circles and they have a little kid he's like 10 months or 11 months I yeah. don't know and they still have to wake up like uh, I don't know seven eight nine times a night or whatever a night, yeah. and we try to tell them you know Sometimes a sleeping program, I don't know what they're called in English. Schlafprogramm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's basically how to how to get your child to sleep. Yeah, and even the nanny, I mean there's this this TV series whatever. Mm. They even have the these kinds of programs. I mean they're even telling how how it works and so on. Yeah. Stuff but, you can do to get your child to sleep. Yeah, but usually parents they Yeah, but parents usually they feel guilty. Yeah, they feel it, like it's, it's, it's hard definitely and it's it's not an easy thing to do. Um, we were very desperate so it had to work. It, I, I would say um, it depends on how desperate you are and um, how, well, how low your stamina is, I guess. Yeah, because uh, if you, you make exceptions. Through. Yeah. yeah, like if you follow through like for one week or whatever and the kid is still trying out, like how are the parents yeah, going to react? You need stamina for, or at least, I mean, you, you have it's to, gonna be let's hard. say, harden your heart in a way for at least two to three weeks. Yeah, but you can let us know if you want to know, uh, if you want us to do an e extra episode on sleep. Mm. It did wonders us for us. I mean, we we talk about that earlier in other episodes as well. Yeah, it and did especially for our family, it did wonders to our firstborn. Um, he changed dramatically to the better. To the better. I, yeah. I mean, we really could see like because sometimes, you, you, especially in the beginning, I was I felt so guilty still, mm. and so I was really attentive for his. Um, his behavior during mm. the day and so mm. on and actually it felt like he was much more at peace yeah. and he wasn't as easily he wouldn't cry as easily mm. and also he was like he was laughing a lot yeah. more it he felt was like leading his pattern it was like really a change of personality yeah yeah way less cranky uh and and, and since we established the pattern it has been uphill from that right? yeah it felt I mean, like he was know. also like he was happy to finally be aim being able to sleep through the night i yeah. mean yeah for us we can just say that we had positive um 
experiences with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, number four, <coughs> make nutrition a priority. So this comes from a blog that is very much health centered. Oh, so of course, nutrition. Foodie, right? and yes, and of course, nutrition. This is something that is very important as well. And there has been many parents reporting that when they um, took out certain uh, foods out of the um, change the diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they changed the diet, that the kids that their behavior also changed to the better. Mm -hmm. And this is something we still can work on quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, so far we have cut down the candy stuff. Um, quite a bit even I'd say mm -hmm. like they have to self-manage and they also have to uh, take care of the portion how much they want to take each day so because at the end of the week they're not going to have anything left mm -hmm. if they take all in the beginning whatever um, maybe this is not the best practice and you can have to look what is working for you and your family mm -hmm. but I also think that um, yeah some more vegetables and so on would be quite a good thing true Number five, practice positive self-talk with your child. Yeah, affirm, affirm, affirm. No, 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 no. This is not about affirming in that sense. It's more... Yeah, it's... I mean, sometimes certain kids, I mean, especially mm -hmm. someone, he would say things like, I can't do this. I'm... He even said things like, I'm dumb and stuff like that. Mm. And these are kinds of things that we told, like we keep telling our kids that we don't want to hear them. Yeah. And also that they need to be aware that whenever they're saying that I can't do some, something, that this is going to influence their performance. Mm -hmm. And if they're already giving up right in the beginning, even though they haven't tried yet, mm -hmm. it's going to be bad. And what else? You wanted to add something. Um, no, I was thinking about the second son actually, um, and, and and that we again we talked about this a lot already that that our communication and what we say in this house matters, and calling someone dumb, you know, someone else dumb is not allowed. It'll lead to uh, well, we always say no to that in in the simplest form. Um, same goes for uh, I am dumb. Yeah, I think because uh, we consider that a lie, and uh, you know you shouldn't lie, and because you can do something dumb, which is totally fine, and call it well. Uh, which I did can happen to dumb. anybody. Yeah, that can yeah. happen to anybody, and that you, you and it are does. telling truth. Yeah, yeah. You, you did something mm -hmm. dumb. Okay, but it, matter of fact, is you are not dumb. Yeah, and sometimes I even add that none of our kids are dumb. Yeah, like, I'm telling them none of our kids is dumb, and. And that also includes yourself. True. So, so whenever they say, oh, I'm so dumb, um, we interact, or well, we, we, we what do you call it? We uh, call intercede, it out. Yeah. We, <laughs> we intercede. Uh, uh, we tell them that is a lie too. You are not, and we don't want to hear that. Yeah. And what do you really need, or what do you really mean, or did, don't you understand something where we can maybe help you with? Mm -hmm. You know? which is, I think, a far more positive approach. But they, they have to learn that um, cursing yourself isn't helpful, basically. Absolutely negative. Mm. Okay, number six. Okay, um, but it, I just wanted to add to number five mm. that this is something that we've been talking about before as well. So mm. if you don't know 
enough about it, you can listen to our previous podcasts as well. And um, yeah, number six is practice cognitive and sensory motor exercises. Oh, okay. Mm. Do you have any idea what that might be? Yeah, sure. That sounds like the suggestion we always got from the uh, the Brain Institute. <laughs> Only that you do that in a group, but um, I guess it means that you have uh, coordinate your hand-eye movement and um, learn how to use your body with certain exercises. <laughs> um, basically, fine motor and uh, what do you call that? Micro motor skills and macro motor skills. Yeah, and all, and also like speech stuff and whatever. But I'm just gonna have to add something because um, three of our kids are, three of our kids have taken or are still taking ergotherapy. Mm. Ergotherapy, I think it must be the same in English. I think. Well, it's movement therapy. It's very much about movement, but they're doing all different kinds of things. Like mm. they're doing things like. Um, standing on a balance board or on a, a sleigh, a slide, mm. slide. Mm. yeah, and then also doing it like on a trampoline or being in a um, swimming pool with balls in them, mm -hmm. whatever. But um, or even doing things like picking up little tiny things from the floor and then arranging it in a different pattern or whatever. And so many times, I have read diff different books on this as well, mm. right? And to me, it felt like that many of the exercises that they're doing in these therapies can be done on a playground, mm -hmm. simply. I mean, or like on, on a beach when having some uh, shells and sand and mm. some water and the kind of plays and things that kids would do naturally. naturally yeah. Now somebody is who is... Maybe because they're staying more at home. They're not so much outside anymore. Yeah. And um, yeah. playgrounds became super safe. So there's no real... Yeah, it, there's no challenge. There's, it's totally yeah. easy. And, it, and it's all easy and, and, it's, and, and safe. And um, they, well, they don't have really uh, to, to get around certain things. You know, when they want to climb up somewhere, it's all laid out. Oh yeah, just a, a short person. recommendation. Yeah. Mm. You're just gonna have to Google playgrounds in the fifties. Yeah, was no, it in the fifties or sixties? I don't know. In the twenties. In the twenties. Yeah. yeah. Please Google that. You're gonna have to look. <laughs> have to have a look at that. You, maybe you can link a picture on this podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but that I felt like mm. when I saw that, yeah. oh, that would have been fun. <laughs> this would have been really fun as a kid because I, I'm, I definitely would have climbed up all those highest <laughs> thingies. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like ladders up to three to four meters. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I mean, yeah. of course, parents would freak out nowadays. Mm -hmm. Nobody would allow that yeah. anywhere. Yeah. But if you're honest, like, try to imagine how you were when you were a kid. I yeah. think any kid would, would have thought this would have been awesome. Mm -hmm. But yeah, well. things, these are things that we're not doing anymore. And some extra recommendations um, from myself is that go to the forest several times, especially if the kids are s smaller. I mean, yeah. when they're older, they would be like, oh, that's so boring, whatever. And they, they wouldn't be as easily. But uh, if the kids are smaller, usually they, they always have some ideas of, of what they can do. They always find something, you know, and they make up funny games as well. Mm -hmm. 
So, okay, this is like a free therapy. Just go to the forest. It's going to be like therapy. Especially with small kids, yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's a chemical. And the next one is an interesting one as well. It says, listen to healing music. What? Mm-hmm. So, when used correctly, music has a proven soothing impact on our brains and bodies, <laughs> helping us stay calm and focused. I, I don't think they listen to the same music. And again, I'm now to. they're doing some more advertisement for brain balance achievement centers. Oh. Um, at, at the brain balance achievement centers, okay. you'll get instructions for which types of music to listen to, along with how it will help your child grow and develop. Okay. There's Just, no doubt that it's difficult when your child is struggling developmentally, but with the right holistic tools, you'll see them grow in leaps and bounds. Okay, now we might be unaware, but I'm just sensing something here. So if those brain centers are actually um, like Scientology-based centers, then please avoid them. Find anything that, that is uh, yeah, we didn't religious, get all the information yet. free in a way, you mm -hmm. know. Um, that has no ulterior motives, but just to help your child, you know, go to those facilities. Yeah, but as I, as for music, well, I don't know. But this is something where I think, like sometimes, you you always need some specialist telling you what kind of music is helping you, whatever. Can't um, you just simply observe sometimes as well? No, you can to can see just how does to your child react kind, whenever different type yeah. of music, and then you just listen to them. And all about your kid, let your kid listen to them and decide for themselves what they like and what they don't like. Yeah, easy peasy, right? And, and observe them. Like, how are they reacting? Like if they're listening to some certain type of music and they're getting aggressive or whatever, hmm. then maybe that's not the best kind of music. Well, maybe aggression is a good thing because they're otherwise really, really. Lazy, you know. Of course, you have to say that. <laughs> yeah, if you have a very lethargic child that is only laying down on the floor or whatever, yeah, maybe he needs some aggressive music. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, not, mm -hmm. uh, not one size fits them all. It's um, uh, you gotta find out, and you gotta ask your kid and challenge them. Actually, you know that uh, whenever I'm having a trip with uh, our oldest son and we talk about music and stuff. Um, I always tell them a little bit of the background, the band that is currently playing, um, and I'm always challenging him to, you know, do you enjoy that kind of music or rather that kind of music? And we did have some some uh, men choir music. Uh, he didn't enjoy that. I don't enjoy that as well. Uh, or do you know what kind of music? Classic music that was really more like a psycho horror kind movie kind of music. What? Yeah, it was really wild. Okay. And Let me just add something because I've noticed he mm -hmm. enjoys far more the kind of music that doesn't include any lyrics. text, yeah. any lyrics. I yeah. mean, it has to be instrumental. Yeah. This is something that he definitely does prefer. And, and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Because maybe maybe for him it's more the minimalistic approach, you know? Yeah, and also we, we've Less, noticed this is something that we have observed from him like since he was very, very small. Mm. That he's being distracted by anything and everything oh. all the time yeah. and that's why of course introducing something that is very distracting and taking a lot of intention is probably not the best thing but something that I haven't added yet is uh, the binaural beats mm -hmm. if anybody has heard about that before mm -hmm. this is something that I've tried a little bit but not you know I haven't done it no. like in a really consistent manner so yeah. I cannot really say that it really helps or it doesn't well he said it helped at times 
concentrate. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't really follow through. I mean, like like make it a, a, a habit. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Now we tried it a couple of times, and it did work with that, and it was okay for him. But we did, yeah. it didn't become a habit for him. Okay, let us just explain it mm. because it's something that should like it is supposed to help with concentration. Like mm. if you're doing your homework or whatever, sometimes it could help mm. apparently to put on headphones and listen to binaural beats and it has to be on headphones rather mm. than the just on a, yeah but because um, it has a different uh, sound on the left mm. side uh, and then on the right Where's side it's stereo, and yeah. yeah and it, it's yeah it's kind of weird you can listen like you can download for free several mm -hmm. different ones yeah most, it's just basically white noise for the untrained ear but it can be called brown no, no, no. noise yeah, it, it well. has some vibration with it has it, some in vibration it, they're, they're, they're very different there's some sound there's a whole science to it and uh, you can find out what actually we did try and find out what what our son uh, was most comfortable with right we did try a couple of tunes yeah the, and and one of them he chose which he liked a little bit more than the other ones mm. and I also felt like he did he wasn't bothered by it and, and it felt good mm. but not so good that he would ask for it by himself but this is something that we should have tried a little bit longer like mm. for a longer period of time on several times you know yeah. so if you want to check it out binaural beats mm. that's what it's called and it's supposed to help but you could try well, it out it doesn't hurt to try And this was the last point. Oh, okay. That so, was quick. Uh, yeah, and, and I just wanted to add because we have faced this this situation so many times that um, teachers or preschool teachers would approach us and tell us that something's wrong with our child. Mm -hmm. um, we just have to add there that they also have had many, many different um, trainings and seminars mm. um, where they got trained in well the how teachers the teachers mm. yeah and that's how they found out that our kid doesn't fit the norm mm. and then uh, it some like at the beginning especially it felt like I did so many things wrong I was a bad mom and, and I wasn't giving them everything that they needed for a healthy development and so on mm. and <clears throat> I just wanted to say that you shouldn't get discouraged discouraged by that yeah please don't and also I mean I have heard so many stories especially like we've had uh, our first one he was diagnosed with ADHD when he was two years old mm. so of course he didn't get an official diagnosis because you can only give it when they're once they're a Three school child no they have to be in, in school otherwise in school. Okay. they cannot be um, an ADHD like an official ADHD child, but he had like all the symptoms. And um, yeah, it, it, at times it really felt discouraging so many times, you know, and, and it's also hard. It's more difficult to, um, yeah, to have a harmonious and peaceful family life with a kid like that. But please don't get discouraged by that. Yeah. And also- Hang in there. And sometimes if, um, If you're really desperate, then, and you have an ADHD child, and then look at different stories of, especially um, entrepreneurs. Okay. I've heard from so many entrepreneurs who are really successful nowadays, and they all not, but a high percentage of them yeah. said something like that they had um, a lot of difficulties in school, 
and that they had a, a lot of difficulty being like concentrating and not being distracted yeah. in, in school. Because school life is demanding in a way that you have to sit still and listen to a person like for the whole yeah. day. Shut off your body. Yeah. You're not supposed to you do anything with your body instead like except just holding up your head mm. and listen. And so that's not the um, but but Again, after school, when it becomes and you want to lead or build something or start something from the ground up, um, you need that energy yeah. and you can move as much as you want because nobody cares. <laughs> and if you look to like, I don't know, a Steve Ballmer presentation, which was kind of uh, iconic um, once he took over Microsoft from Bill Gates and he came on the stage and was like running around like, like a crazy man. And the way he was talking as well. Yeah, but I know that it was a management style which was preferred back then. But just um, having the energy and moving and shouting, uh, you can still be successful even if your school life was uh, not so successful. Yeah. And, yeah. and the teachers were concerned all the time. Yeah. Because school life is, 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 is like, I, I would say, made for the majority of kids, but not all the kids fit this in, in, in that exact yeah. scheme. Yeah, and, and we also, we, I mean, like our oldest, he is more the ADHD type. Mm. And I don't like the diagnosis. I mean, it's just, but it describes something so that other people understand. I mean, I don't view it as an illness. No. I view it as a, a certain type of character. Yeah. yeah. And um, our second son, he is more the dreamy kind of kid. Like, mm -hmm. And that's why it took far longer for teachers to recognize that he doesn't seem to be fitting the mold either mm -hmm. so and that he was more he's distracted as well but he doesn't act out True. and therefore he doesn't he, he doesn't it's uh, more an introvert yeah. in a way mm? yeah and <coughs> it, he didn't um, draw negative attention yep. yeah yeah and now we're going through this with our littlest one yeah She's Again, showing symptoms, or oh, well, the, the kindergarten teacher they say, Well, there might be something, uh, but not really, but just a little bit. And um, no, no, it's not that little. Well, I'm still waiting for that. They for call them, them, I mean, for them, it's not that little, yeah, you know? okay. But then um, to go uh, about that in an official capacity, you would need to have a writ. And you would go to certain doctors and you would get her approved that she is indeed a child that needs special care. Yeah. And they are shy of providing that. So I don't know if it's that bad, but if it's, if it's well, not too bad. Well, yeah, but then it's also it's hard to explain mm -hmm. what she is missing or where she needs some help and so on. Mm -hmm. And therefore, we need lots of experts to, <laughs> and they have to have a look at her and mm -hmm. find out what is wrong. Um, Yeah, let's just say that if you have a kid that has difficulties, mm. of course, don't ignore them. And also have a look at your parenting style. Sometimes it has to do something with it. So if you can improve something, definitely do that. And also get some expert advice. That's always good. But also, at the same time, don't go crazy. Yeah. Trust your intuition that. as well. Yeah. If you see your kid is um, still kind of happy in yeah. a way and I think everyone yes. can notice yes. that if your kid is still acting like it's it's, it's happy I, I don't think kids pretend not at that I age I don't think either um, I, I think you're, you're still good to go yeah and way. let me just add this for our, our smallest one especially mm. because 
um, so many times they they say because we have four children and that's m more than the norm so they um, have this assumption that she is doing negative things to get our attention, attention. and so on and, that, and this is something that I don't really feel like this is true because she really is a happy child and mm. she also gets a lot of attention from us it's not like all the time of course mm. but we're still giving her quite a bit of attention and I feel like She's enjoying herself. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't look unhappy at all. True. And, yeah. Of course, some things are more difficult, but, yeah. Let's just say <laughs> our kids are a gift. Mm -hmm. They're a present. And let's, let's help them, them as like much that. as we can. <laughs> yes, exactly. And thank you very much for listening. And Again, thank you, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> and write comments and... Um, That's true. Recommendations. And I hope your new job works out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.